Hey guys, this is Steve Newland with the Find Your Money Path show. Hey, it would mean so much to me if you just took a couple seconds before you listen to this podcast and left a rating and review. I can't tell you how much that helps other people find the podcast and engage with what we're doing. I hope you enjoy this episode. On today's episode, we're going to go through the savings section of the budget and we're going to talk through the different line items and we're going to answer some of the questions like how much should you have in savings and checking? You know, what do I do if I'm ready to invest? And what are some other categories that we can save up for, like a vacation fund or a car fund? Well, hey everyone, welcome back to this episode of the Find Your Money Path show. Thank you so much for joining us today. On today's episode, we're gonna go through the savings section of the budget. Now, if you've listened to any of the past few episodes, what we're, what we're doing is just going through each different section of the budget and talking through some you know suggested line items for each section and how do we handle that? How do we budget for these things? So naturally, I'm a saver and as a saver, I think, well, you can't really save too much, right? Like there's, savings is good like that's a good thing but you know as we continue to go through these different budget sections what we'll see is actually there might be a balance to that there's maybe a certain amount to save but then there's maybe a certain amount to have fun with and live with and so what we typically suggest or what a, what a good range is for savings is somewhere between 15 and 20 percent of your gross income now again this is just a range this might depend very differently on your circumstance. So if you're at the point of your, in your, you know, in your financial life where you're really trying to build up an emergency fund, you might be putting more into savings every month. Or if you're at the point where you're like, hey, I just want to put this into investments every month. I have a lot of extra money or my debt's paid off and hey, I've got all this extra money. I'm going to put it into investments. There's a, there's a couple different scenarios there. But again, 15, 20% of your income, it's a general guidance. Let's go through the line items that are on the Find Your Money Path budget. The first one is savings slash checking. How much are we putting in savings each month? The next one is retirement investments. Are you putting any money away for retirement each month? This includes, you know, depending on how you're filling out the budget, if you're filling it out like with your gross income and you're adding all the deductions in here, then you're gonna put how much you're putting into your company 401k or 403b. On, in addition to if you're doing anything on the side like a Roth IRA or, or a Roth 401k or something like that. Another line item is college investments. Another line item is medical savings accounts. These can be things like if you put money into an HSA account or if you put money every paycheck into a, a flexible spending account for health uh, for healthcare expenses. And then one more line item that I have in here is other investments. This is like Hey, my uncle left me, you know, $50,000 of stock or hey, my grandma left me, you know, this stock money, you know, when she passed away or whatever. This is just extra money that's not in a retirement account like a 401k or an IRA. This is just other money that you have invested. One other thing that's not shown on the Find Your Money Path budget that I thought would be interesting to point out is that, look, there are other things you can put in here. Like you can have a line item for vacation fund or car fund or something I call the one-time fund. You know, these are things that you can be putting money aside for every single month. They're just going into a savings account. You know, you could be saving up for a vacation or for a car, or you could even be just having a separate line item for just some of those pesky expenses that come up throughout the year that you pay like once or twice, like vet bills or things like that. There, there are other items, line items that can go in this section. So let's kind of go down and just kind of pick through, you know, what some of the common 
pitfalls or some of the common questions are for each line item here. The big one that we'll start with is savings and checking. Like how much should I keep in savings and checking? This is one of the questions that I spend a ton of time on with clients. And honestly, you know, I can, we can talk about guidance and we can talk about high level ranges, but again, this is going to be a little bit different. This might be a little bit different for everyone's unique situation. So what we're going to talk about today is just a high level range. Again, this may or may not work for your particular situation. So a, a rule of thumb in the industry that is tossed around a lot is, Hey, you should have three to six months of expenses set aside. And this kind of makes up a, a solid emergency fund. For a lot of people, that can be a great buffer. That can be a great emergency fund. The thought process behind this is if you have, let's just use six months of example, for example, if you have six months of, of expenses saved up, let's say, you know, if you're single and you lose your job, that means you've got basically six months until you're able to find work. So you're saying, hey, if I only have six months in savings, I'm confident that within a six month period, I could either you know find a way to cut my expenses or I could find a way to get more income coming back in. That's all that's saying. Now, what I would caution is, you know, this can work well for someone who might be a salaried employee, so you know, income is steady. But what I've seen be a little bit more helpful for for uh, people who have higher commission jobs or who have maybe irregular income, a lot of their income is irregular or maybe based off a bonus. 6 to 12 months isn't a, of expenses isn't a bad range because again all you're doing is you're just saying hey I want to keep a little bit more liquid cash just in case something happens and again all this is is just how comfortable are you with you know letting money sit in your bank account versus investing it or paying down debt with it and then another question I get a lot is well how much should I keep in checking if I have you know, an emergency fund over here, how much should I keep in checking? And this is a great question because it can be a little confusing. Like, where do you split the money? What I typically tell people is go back in your checking account, you know, where you use your debit card out of, and just look through what's the lowest balance you've had in the past six months. Like, is there an average, you know, kind of low balance throughout the month? Maybe it dips down to like $1,000 in there. Maybe it dips down to like $500 left. Keep an eye on that number. And it's never a bad idea to keep you know that number plus a little bit in there. So let's say at your lowest point historically, most months in your checking account, it kind of dips down to about $500, right? It may not be a bad idea to keep $1,500 in there or $1,000 in there. Again, just so you have a buffer in that account so that you're not constantly having to move money back and forth between your emergency fund. Because again, we want to keep the emergency fund as hands off as possible. We only only want to touch that when there's an emergency. And yes, things happen and you might need to slide some money from the emergency fund into your checking account. But if you can keep a big enough buffer in the checking account, you can avoid having to do this. All right, retirement investments. So those of you who know me and kind of know the work that I typically cover, I don't get a lot into investments because I'm not licensed to cover investments. Um, but some people in the industry kind of talk about, hey, you know, it, if you guys heard, have heard of Dave Ramsey, he kind of talks about, hey, you should invest 15% of your income into retirement. And, you know, again, that's general guidance. What I typically recommend to almost everyone I work with is, look, when you get ready to um, put money into retirement and you're, you know, you're ready to, to put some more money in there above and beyond what your 401k is at work, it's never a bad idea to go talk to a financial planner or a financial advisor because look, they're going to be able to take these things, these goals that you want to achieve your whole life and they're going to be able to project this out and say, hey, here's what you're going to realistically need in retirement 
And here's what you got to put away today and on moving forward to get there. So they're going to give you they're going to give you a little bit of a roadmap on how to get there and how much you need to be putting away every single month to get there. And again, they can also work with things like college investments. You know, if you have a young baby, it's incredible to look at if you put, you know, a couple hundred dollars away a month, you know, it's incredible to, to see what that grows to in 18 years. And to be able to set your child up well at, you know, the expense of maybe a couple nice dinners a month. I mean, man, that could be really worth it for, for you if you're a young parent. And kind of wrapping this up, medical savings accounts. A lot of people get confused by these. And what I would tell you is if these are offered through your work and a health savings account or a, a flex spending account, it's not a bad idea just to talk to your HR representative to, to figure out, you know, what's maybe the best thing for me to use. There's different tax implications to each one. But the good news is that both of them can be beneficial to your financial life. But again, they can be a little bit confusing, so it's never a bad idea to get more professional help on that area. So hey, if you know somebody who needs help building up an emergency fund or you yourself need help building up an emergency fund, I would love for you to reach out. And you can just go to my website, findyourmoneypath.com and, and reach out and we'd love to talk to you. We would love to see if working with us is something that would be beneficial to you. And I'm just grateful that you took a few minutes out of your day to listen to this and we appreciate you.